to a certain extent, emuno in Hashem, you could say in a certain way, that's Al Piseicho. Come on, that we can understand. But Betachen, that's Lomayel Piseicho. And there's many reasons why Betachen is more than Seicho, which we'll talk about. But that's the reality. Betachen is higher than Seicho. If it's Lomaylama Seichel, above Seichel, then where does it come from? So the reality is, Bitochen is something we have, Biyerusha, from the Ovois, from Avu Mitzvah, Yaakov, the Yemois. From the Ovois, we have Biyerusha, Bitochen in Hashem. We're born that way. Our job is to reveal it. Be Megala, because we have it. So we're talking about being Megala, revealing what we already have, be Yerusha, from our Oves. Now, even though Betochen is essentially Lemaila Minaseichel, Tarzan understanding, nevertheless, there are some parts of Betochen that we could talk about. Seichel could also understand it, could appreciate it. No, it's al derech chukim. Chukim are those mitzvahs that we don't know the reason. Yet the Rambam says that when it comes to chukim that we don't know the reasons, the Rambam says explore and research and try to find reasons for the chukim. So likewise, betachem. It's true, it's l'may l'may but we have to explore and discuss in Yonim that we could understand. And understanding, there's different levels of understanding. There's understanding of the nefesh hasichnis. We have a nefesh hasichnis, <coughs> intellectual soul, nefesh hasichnis. There's also understanding of the nefesh lakis. That's a more sophisticated understanding. So there's certain yonim that the seichel of the nefesh can understand, but not necessarily the seichel of not necessarily human mind can understand it. So there's different <coughs> dangas of understanding. So we're going to explore certain yonim of bitachin that we can understand one way or the other. So the opening statement when it comes to understanding Betochen, what Betochen is about, the starting statement goes like this. Number one, Hashgacha Pratis. We know there's Hashgacha Pratis. Hashem runs the world. Number two, Hashem is Etzim HaToiv. He's the essence of good. And Teva HaToiv, Lehetiv. The nature of good is to do good. So when you put these two things together, number one, the Ebishter is mashgiach, the Ebishter conducts the world to its details. And number two, the Ebishter is etzim hatoiv lehetiv, the Ebishter is tachlis hatoiv. So you put it together and you know that everything is good. If everything is good, so Yid has betochen in Hashem. Everything is good. And it's going to work out because Hashem is tachlis hatoiv. That's the starting point of any discussion of betachen. But if you stop here, it's insufficient. 
This is just the starting point. But there's much more to it. And one of the reasons why this is insufficient is, we'll go back to something we spoke about towards the beginning of Betochen, that Betochen is based on Emunah. If you have Betochen, trust in Hashem, you have Betochen, then you must have Emunah. But if you have Emunah in Hashem, that doesn't mean you have Betochen. So betochen is based on amuna, but if you have amuna, it doesn't mean you have betochen. Now, the fact that there's hashgacha pratis, Hashem runs the world, and the fact that Hashem is tachlis that's the realm of amuna. That's all amuna and Hashem. That's not betochen. That's amuna and Hashem. Betochen is, is something, something way more advanced than that. But nevertheless, even though Betochen is more advanced, but Betochen is based on Amunah. The starting point is Amunah. So therefore, any discussion of Betochen has to start with Amunah. And the starting point is, Hashem is Tachlis HaTayv, Hashem runs the world, so everything is good, everything's going to be good. That's how you start. That's step number one in discussing betachin. Step number two. We are children of Hashem. Hashem is our father. So you have a child, five-year-old child, young child, and you want to know does the child have betachen? Does he have betachen? Of course he does. He has a betachen. Like, is the child worried? Will I have supper? No worries. Okay. I'm going to sleep tomorrow morning. Me, Yoima, who says there'll be breakfast? He's not worried. He has betachen. I'm not sure if he has betochen about the toys. He has certain toys he wants. I'm not sure for that he has betochen. But at least for his needs, he has betochen. Now let's go deeper into this. Into a child. A child has betochen. So you don't are children of Hashem. We have betochen. Hashem will give us what we need. That's betochen. Let's go deeper into this. The betochen a child has that his father will give him his needs, is that seichel or is that lemailim in a seichel? Is it logic? Logic based? Or it's lemailim? It's above logic. What is it? Seichel. Children are logical creatures. They have to come out of Third option, okay. So it's like this. A child does not need to make a calculation. It's going to start thinking like this. Number one, Tati has a good job. He has two, two cars. He must have, you know, fancy the latest model. You know, he's, he's rich. And I know Tati loves me. You, you understand the pool pool now? We'll have a pool pool now. 
No, step one is my daddy has money. Step number two, I know he loves me. Step number three, for the last three weeks, every day there was supper, as far as I could remember. So when you make a build of all that, so it must be that tomorrow I'll have breakfast. The betochen that the child has is not al It's not a calculated betochen. What is it? It's l'mayla ma'asechel. So I'll tell you why it's l'mayla ma'asechel, but it's l'mayla ma'asechel. What's that betochen? The betochen is that it's like l'chatchil, there's not even a worry. It's like, you know, there's a relationship between a child and a parent. That relationship is not something that, that, that the child is taught in school how to relate to parents. But if it would be based on the school, it would be a catastrophe. Baruch is before the school. It's a natural relationship. A, parent, a child is the parent. Maybe not the other way so much. Parents to children, that's more, that's more complicated. But like you need parenting classes. But, but as, far, as far as the child's end goes, it, it's like it's a natural thing. It's like it's push it. Not calculate as push it. A child looks up to the parent. The child thinks the parent is God, which is a problem, by the way. You gotta be very careful until the child starts growing up and realizes that what's really going on. But the child looks at the parent, this is, this is, this is it. What else is there? This is it. I have a tati, I have a mommy. It's a relationship. Part of that relationship, by itself, automatically is, obviously, Tati gives me what I need. Like, what's the question? There's no worries. There's no questions here. There's no concerns. It's not like there's a cash in the tells. Will I have supper? I'll have supper. It's not even a question. It's not, it's not a das. It doesn't even enter the mind like maybe not. There's no maybe not. Of course, it's obvious. That's the relationship between a child and a parent. Now imagine the following scene. Imagine the child goes to the Tati and he says, Tati, you know what? I'm not convinced that you're going to buy me shoes this coming winter. I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced you're going to give me supper. I'm not convinced. A child that says that, it's a problem. There's a problem here. But imagine the aggravation that the parent has. Imagine the aggravation. I'm your tati. What are you worried about? It doesn't even make sense. What's your worry? I'm your tati. In our relationship to Hashem, it's the same thing. Hashem is a vino. We are bonding to Hashem. Hashem takes care of us. So someone turns to Hashem and he says, Hashem... I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Day after. I don't know. I'm not so sure. Not only is there something, a problem here on the part of the child, but imagine the aggravation Hashem has from this. Like, what are you talking about? I'm your tata. What are you worried about? <clears throat> so we discuss now, there's one step in Betochen, that's based on the fact that Hashem is mashgiach and, and uh, Hashem is taklis atoyv. That's one step. Another step of betachen uh, of is that we are children of Hashem. 
Now, before we continue, both of these steps is not really betachen. Not the first and not the second either. We still didn't reach betachen. This is all part of a munah, it's all part of a relationship that's still not betachen yet. Okay? Before we continue, any questions? Does betachen deteriorate as you get older when you start having a more safe home? Okay, so, so you brought up two points. Let's get to the first one first. I want to discuss for a second anxiety. Right, that's what you mentioned? Okay. Stress anxiety. Huh? Stress anxiety, right, okay. So, so it's important to understand that on one hand, betochen is the opposite of anxiety and stress. It's the opposite. Anxiety and stress are based on doubts. I'm not sure what's going to happen. Betochen is for sure, absolutely, it's going to work out. That's on one hand. But on the other hand, there is a concept of people that have anxiety, not because of a lack of betochen, it's just their emotional condition. And for that, they need treatment, and that's not our discussion. Our discussion of betochen is someone that's, that, that doesn't suffer from anxiety. So then we're discussing what betochen is. But I should add, even if someone that does have anxiety and needs treatment, in most cases, betachin will help in the treatment. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's the first thing. What was the second thing you said? What did you, what did you just say now? Um, as you get older, just Oh, okay. Well, um, betachin at every stage of the game is a challenge. At every stage, it's a challenge. At any point of a person's life, I mean... Yeah, not a, not a five-year-old child. Don't want older. At every point, it's a challenge. Uh, the betochen we saw about a child was to the parents. It wasn't about Hashem even, it was the parents. But betochen and Hashem is always a challenge. And always means like this. You could have a challenge of betochen. You could succeed. Have betochen succeed. But that was good for Sunday. Comes Monday and there's a new challenge. And you have to start from the beginning again. It's not, for most people... Betochen is not one of those things. Once you got it, I got it. No, you got it. That's good. You worked on it. Tomorrow is going to be another issue, and again you have to work on betochen. It's an ongoing avodah. Okay. Now some of the questions are important questions which, which we still have to discuss, but but there's that's coming up. Not today. It's coming up. Actually, no. Question before we start. No. Um, is the constant struggle with the avodah betochen? Um, because we can't necessarily see it always in such a revealed way. That's one of the reasons, yes. yes. Now, let's get to the next step, the third step of Ritochen. Again, step one, what was step one? Um, right, Amun Ashgacha and Hashem starts at What's step two? Right, Bani, we're trying to Hashem. Now we're going to get to step three. Step three is like this. Our life is ness, is miracle. Our life is l'maylo minateva. It's above nature. That's Jewish life, l'maylo minateva. Some people could be wondering, uh, really? L'maylo minateva? Okay, what is that supposed to mean? It seems that if you look around, you know, it's, it's full of teva. 
full of teva. If you don't eat, it's not healthy. You know, there's teva here. But the truth is that every day in davening, three times a day, we explicitly say, Val nisecha shebechol yoim imano. And if we say it, so that's the reality. If it's not true, chas v'sholem, then you're not allowed to say the bloch. It's a bloch levatolo. It's mentioning Hashem's name of vain. We say it every day. Nisecha shebechol yoim imano. We're emphasizing this again and again. So our life is l'maylaminateva. Loimi boy for sure. When you look at the Jewish people collectively, our history—that's begoli miracles. But even individually, bepnimius. When you go to the essence of Yiddish life, even individually, it's l'maylaminateva. And this is a theme that's befeirish in Shmai Ne'eslov al Nisech Shukrimanu. But we also say it when we say Shema Yisrael, when we close our eyes. We say Shema Yisrael, Havaya Lekeinu. What does Havaya Lekeinu mean? So in the English Siddur it says, uh, what does it say? Lord is our God. God is our God. God is our God. You know, there's funny words over there, right? Huh? What does it say? God is our God, God is one. Lord is our God. Lord is God, God is one. Okay, Lord is our God. God is one. That's such a funny words. What do you mean, Havaya is Elokein? What is it supposed to mean? I mean, you could have said, you could have made Shema much shorter. Say, Shema Yisrael, Elokein Echad. How does that sound? Shema Yisrael, Elokein Echad. Or, Shema Yisrael, Havaya Echad. So make a whole pilpul, Havaya Elokein and then I have to repeat a second time, Havaya Echad, like I forgot I was talking about. So I have to remind myself, oh, Havaya, right, Havaya Echad. So, so I think it was an Ayyemi, I don't remember. I think it was an Ayyemi also. So the title is like this The Shem Havaya and the Shem Elohim. Shem Havaya is the Anhogla of Hashem, the conduct of the Yebish to Lomailum and Ateva. Elohim is the conduct of the Yebish to Alpitava, Elohim Gematra Teva. Now, in Shulchanoch it says that when you say Elikeinu, so in Shulchanoch it says you have to think that means Hashem is Koicheinu V'chayiseinu. He's our strength in our life. That's Elikeinu. So Yid says, what's our strength? What's our life? Havai is Elikeinu. Havai, which is Lomayl Minateva. That's our strength. That's our life. Elikeinu is our strength. Our strength. Our life. Okay, Havaya is the Shema of Hashem, which signifies higher than Teva. So, what's our life? Havaya, that's Elokeinu. That's our strength. So, the real life of a Yid is Lamayl Teva. That's the real life of a Yid. So, that means that the conduct of Hashem with us is Bipnimis Lamayl Teva. Now, if we have Betochen in Hashem, then, what does betochen in Hashem mean? We're going to talk more about the avoid of betochen. But the avoid of betochen is disregard the rules of Teva. That's betochen. Disregard it. Which means that I'm not sure how I'm going to pay the bill tomorrow. I'm not sure how I'm going to feed my family today. So I'll pay Teva according to the rules of Teva. Uh, there's a major problem here. 
But when you have betach and you say, what does teva have to do with me? Hashem will take care. Of you. Obviously, you don't go to sleep. You have to make a kill biteva. But Hashem will take care. And not maybe he'll take care. If it's maybe, it's not betochen. Betochen is with certainty. Betuach, for sure. Hashem is going to take care. But I'll be teva, there's problems, right? But he does harder than teva. So the avoid of betochen is disregard the rules and regulations of teva. Hashem runs the show higher than teva. What's the problem? So what if it's al teva? It's nothing to do with me. So when a yid has betochen in Hashem, he disregards teva and he relies on the yibishter higher than teva. So then Hashem says, we got a deal working over here. It's a, it's a, it's a good uh, relationship. I'm cheating you, and you're looking up and you're saying, thank you. I know you're cheating I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you. It's a good deal. But now try the other way. Try a year, it starts making calculations that I'll be teva, according to teva, it doesn't work out. So imagine what Hashem is thinking. Hashem is saying, I don't understand. I'm treating you like my teva. And what are you saying? It's not working out. You're saying, I'll be teva. We're not talking the same language. Hashem is talking the language teva. So when you have betoch and you're speaking the same language. But, but, but when someone is, is lacking betoch, so what is he saying? He's saying Teva is what runs the show. So it's as if you're breaking away from the brachas that, that are about to come. It's, it's like you're, you're trying to spoil it. There were times, you can see by the dolls of the Rebbe also, there were times where, where the Rebbe said something to someone. Like for example, uh, you know, people that were going with crutches, so they were t- I, I saw it with my eyes more than once. With a little motioned, throw it away, throw it away. You know, there was one, <laughs> throw it away. So there was one chassid to the place Ananas, who was from Russia. And there was, so uh, he had problems with, with his foot. He lived in the afterwards. He went to the Rebbe. The Rebbe told him, throw away the, by for bling. I wasn't by that for bling, but, so he didn't see the Rebbe say that. But that was point, you know. So some buck over there on the side saw so the rabbi, so he took it through away. Nobody said no him. Why are you throwing away my stick? So the rabbi said so. So so he went to Yichidus afterwards. And, uh, good. So he was so, so good. So now he's walking without the sticks. Like what's the big problem? You know. But he goes to Yichidus and he tells the rabbi. He he, had, he lives in Yerushalayim at that point. It tells the Rebbe in New York, it's like flat land more or less, but Yerushalayim, Horim Soviv it's full of mountains over there. You know, what should I do? But, like, I don't remember the words the Rebbe said, like, what are you making problems for? I already told you, you don't need it, finished. I saw my own eyes more than once where the Rebbe went like that and they just threw away the stick. But sometimes you see that the Rebbe said something and, 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 and the guy starts you know, arguing with the Rebbe, you know, different things. And then Dreb Samus reacted, why are you arguing? What's dings to zich? What are you arguing? It's like, <laughs> what if to spoil it for? <laughs> I just told you that, you know, get finished. Oh, you're arguing. No, no. So when a yid has betochen, that makes him compatible to the anhoga of Lomayla Mateva. But if a person doesn't have betochen, what's he saying? Oh, I'll be teva. 
there's a problem over here. It, it's, the wavelength is not the same wavelength. And it's interesting that there's a Rashi in Chumash that, that says this point, almost says this point clearly, Rashi in Chumash. And this is at the end of Pasha's B'Shalach. When Amalek came, the first battle of Amalek, they attacked the, the Yidin with the left Mitzrayim. So it says in the Pasuk before the war, it says that the Yidin were testing Hashem, and they asked the following question, Hashem im oyin. Is Hashem amongst us or not? And right afterwards, next Pasuk, Amalek. Amalek comes and he fights. So Rashi says that there's a connection here. The connection is Hashem is saying, I'm always over here for everything you need. And you're asking the question, is Hashem amongst us or not? And Hashem continues, you know what's going to happen next? The dog is going to come and bite you. And then you're going to scream to me, and then you'll know that I'm amongst you. And then Rashi gives a muscle. He gives an analogy. Very interesting analogy. He says, Mashal Adam, there's a muscle of a person that's carrying his child on his shoulder. And he's traveling. Oh, I remember this Rashi. Right? Right? Okay. While they're walking, the, the child says, Tati, there's something on the floor over there. Could you please pick it up for me? Yeah. He bends down, he picks it up. Okay. Another thing. Tati, no, they walk by to another, okay, he takes it up. And they're walking, and the third time also, they're walking. Then as they're walking, the, the Tati meets someone, you know, they meet someone, a big guy. So the child says to the, to the guy they meet, he says, did you see my Tati somewhere? Wait a minute. Okay, did you see Tati? So Tati says, huh, <laughs> you don't know where I am, really? He puts him down on the floor, comes the dog and bites him. So Rashi says, that's the muscle. You don't understand, I should give you on that. What? Really? Okay, I'm putting you down. So you see this Rashi, look at the muscle that the father picks up the child. Okay, what I think this means is, because Rashi could have said that he's holding the hands. You know, it's hard to, it's hard to hold. You know, you're traveling, holding the, you know, it's hard to do that. He's holding the child with his hands, big deal. No, he picks him up. I think what this tells us is picking him up higher than Teva. That's in the Nimshu. Picks up the child, higher than floor level, higher. Okay. Then the child says, Tati, could you pick that up? Which I think was a mistake because, come on, you're higher than that. But whatever, that, that's a side point. Pick this up, pick this up. But the father is picking up the child higher than Teva. And then the child says, what's going on? Hashem is here. Where's Hashem? And this is also indicated in, in Psukim by the Teichicha in, 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 in Vayikra, which we had. Hashem says the words, in Teichumi Bekeri, if you're going to go with me, Bekeri, which one of the interpretations is, by chance, so I'll go with you, Bekeri. Something which the Ramon points out in, uh, in Hilchus Tainus. So, a Yidin son would go with Hashem by chance. It's Teva, it's by chance. By chance. So Hashem says, really? By chance? Okay, then let's see what happens by chance. So when a Yid has Betochen, it picks him up higher than Teva. When you have Betochen, you could be a Kali to absorb the Bokhsman of Teva. 
So what Betochem is doing is, Betochem is saying, face reality. Face reality. Hashem is treating you higher than Teva. Just face the facts. That's Betochem. But, let me mention again, we still didn't really get to the real Havoy de This is all the introduction. Okay, we'll stop over here.